four and a quarter. into each other and it is time welcome to the pwo wrestle cast i'm your host returning tonight matt Lilly. tonight on the show we have jeff hitman hall hello hello we got our dean of old school d white right over there buddy right here and as always we have ben from colorado what's up what's up what's up uh so as you guys know you can find us right here on facebook and youtube and most podcast listening apps if you like what you're watching, you can support us right here at Kofi. I think it's Kofi. I mean, no, it's Kofi. I, I think it's Kofi. Let's say this. Kofi. I'll take it. I think it's coffee because you're buying cups of coffee. Well, the five probably mean the pro, five probably means finance. I would bet. So either way, you can find us at pwo one two three right there at Kofi.com. Once link again, in the comments. Kofi. I totally just said Kofi. I totally. Guys, just said you gotta Kofi. let me get through the intro before we can start talking. Well, Kofi.com slash three for the price of one cup of coffee. Check us out on Kofi.com slash Kofi123. It's as simple as one, two, three. And I'd like to say a shout out to <laughs> Mike DeShazo and Sammy Myers. We already have uh, two donations in there. So thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you very fellas. Much. Good job. Thank you all. So the intro. We got Consistent. I didn't say a word, Matt. <laughs> he and Jeff, same wavelength tonight. We're gonna bury AEW at some point, and we're gonna have some fun. No, we're uh, not. Actually, not. I'm gonna, bur- I'm gonna, gonna bury Andrew Yang the here. A second. Of the main event. Yeah, but we got a lot to talk about. First off, as you guys probably saw, this episode is called "Andrew Yang is All Elite," and uh, we're not gonna lead off right there, but he has been. Have you not seen that meme? I think I've posted in, in our Yeah, group. yeah. Andrew Yang's All Elite. Uh, we're going to talk about Asuka and Mickey James with their finish. We're going to talk about a potential pay-per-view coming at you November 13th. Some new people signed, some changing, some people showing up on other TV shows. And, of course, we are going to talk about AEW and NXT on this show tonight. Uh, we're going to start right off with uh, that finish between Asuka and Mickey James. Hold up, Matt, real quick. Before we even start the show, if you're watching this, make sure you share it. Spread the news about PWO and how great we are. Matt, That's back to you. All right, I like it. So, first off, we're going to start with that finish with Mickey James and Asuka. For those of you who are watching Raw on Monday, uh, the referee stopped the match as soon as Asuka put, her, uh, put Mickey James in the Asuka lock. They called it a referee stoppage, um, and Mickey James was pretty confused. Everyone was pretty confused. Uh, and the story is. Mickey James was selling so well that the referee believed that she was legitimately injured. Yes. And so they called the match. And Mickey James, I think, has been doing a pretty good job on social media trying to be like, I'm heartbroken. I feel robbed. I, I think if this match kept going, I could have won the title. But, right. you know, unfortunately, I guess that is up to referee's discretion. 
Which, by the way, a new episode dropped today. All right. Uh, so, Jeff, I think I'm going to start awesome. with you as the, as the Mickey James mark, as I think all Virginia <laughs> boys are. Um, okay, yeah. You, girl. <laughs> uh, I watched it um, multiple times. And I, Dwight, we tend to think alike. Um, I didn't see any. I mean, I didn't see anything. I just thought it was good work. Like, I didn't see – well – just because we didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. But I'm saying, like, I didn't see, like, a huge knock or a bump or, like, I didn't see anything. I just thought it was really good work by somebody that's a really good worker. Yep. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, and, again, I'm not knocking the ref. You know, listen, safe, then sorry, you know, after Hardy Gate. But, you know, I, I, it, didn't, it didn't look terrible when she popped up. didn't look like she was, like, you know, it, it looks fine to me. But, you know, again, mm-hmm. I'm a mark and I'm a schmuck. But, you know, well, for what it's worth. pretty much. I mean, we, th- we were, I mean, I don't think anybody's surprised that Oscar went over, right? Because that's, you know, that, uh, Mickey James had only right been choice. really bad a couple of weeks. But even then, um, yeah, I w- I'm with you, Jeff. I, I, I didn't think it looked quick or anything like that. And that was kind of what people were saying. And she said, I mean, uh, was it a surprise Oscar went over or anyway? No, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, side note, right and side note, if the ref was doing his job, he would have counted Oscar's shoulders. But we'll save that for another podcast. Nikki uh, <laughs> is saying the same thing that she had her pin. I'm just saying. I don't know what he was waiting for. But um, but that was very interesting. Uh, if you guys don't mind, let's move on to our next one because there is so much to talk about tonight. Uh, up next, we're talking about that pay-per-view that sounds like it's potentially coming November 13th. We are talking the sequel to the worst pay-per-view ever. It's Talking Shop on Mania 2. Uh, and man, so this came out on Talk is Jericho, I think 700. I think that was the big the big tag with it with uh, right. both of the good brothers. Um, and this is a, a literal quote uh, from Sex Ferguson to Chad Too Bad promoting the show already. Do you guys have any guesses? If uh, Jeff, Ben, have you guys seen the quote yet no i have not, not. okay yeah I, so, i've seen yeah i'm about to say i know dwight you helped me make yeah. sure everything was set up go ahead and just take a guess what you think the main event's gonna be i'm looking at it right now and i'm already yards. pissed off <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's awesome I, how could you possibly know. be so pissed off <laughs> but i mean it's a crap shoot so so just shoot just 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 lay it on me here's your quote uh i'm coming for you too bad it ain't going to be an eye for an eye. It's going to be a ball for a ball match. Bury me alive. I'm going to rip your effing nutsack off. <laughs> All right. Where is uh, the week? Uh, <laughs> I like it. I, I it. get that it's supposed I mean, to be horrible, I mean, uh, gimmicky wrestling. Another promotion oh, is done. Oh, it's not just so that. It's just bad. It's supposed to be bad. No, yeah. It's yeah. intentionally horrible. That's yeah. Funny. Like I said, it's intentional. Horrible, gimmicky wrestling. Perfect. I can't I'm wait really to see I'm really happy that. that everyone's on board with making fun of the eye for the eye match still, though. Yeah. That was bad. Again, I, as the purist, I don't mind this stuff because they're not taking themselves seriously. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Like, No, still professionals. You know what I'm saying? But they're not taking themselves seriously, and they're not, you know, hey, we just like to do this on the side. Um, you know, I'm not as hardcore as some of the purists, but I mean, like, you know, I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? They're just doing it inside. They're having fun. It is what it is. They're not, they're not, they're not, um, you know, crapping in your hand and telling you it's gold, you know? That's right. Yeah, this well, is like, you know, and we're a professional wrestling company that you, we want you to take us seriously. 
Oh, and yeah. by the way, here's a huge comedy match that's main eventing, you know, featuring right. like three of our biggest stars. Right. Well, and, and you know, it, it is, I see. It is sort of like Southpaw regional wrestling came to life, and I like it. <laughs> Do you know what it really reminds me of? And this is, I'm, I'm ready to get the heat for this. This is the South Park pro wrestling parody. <laughs> like, that's be. what this yeah. is. Um, yeah. no, no, you're South not. South Park yeah. couldn't come up with stuff this great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know. They were pretty on par. Uh, have you seen Team America World Police? Uh, <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. Everybody True. has AIDS, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> rip, rip, rip the party to get those blueberries. Um, look, so. Um, again, I, I think this is someone, you know, people just having fun and not taking themselves seriously. And from a guy that's watched a lot of wrestling, I've watched a many of backyard shows that look somewhat, rem- I mean, not, not on the wrestling bit, but look somewhat remotely close to this and they are taking themselves seriously. So, you know, it all depends on the angle that you're looking at this thing at. I just really hope we get the return of eighties Russian guys. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Look, but only if there's 80 of them. No, 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 no. The '80s Russian guys, you know, yeah. the hardcore yeah. ones. <laughs> Would, wouldn't they be Chinese now? I don't. I read. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. For, foreign heels. Who cares? Who knows? If if you guys haven't seen Talking Chopper Mania One, mm-hmm. hey, why not? It's only fifteen bucks for starters. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and two guys on on the cast. If you haven't seen it, you know we're gonna have to watch it before Talking Chopper Mania Two. Watch party. I'm feeling watch you. party. I love can we it. watch one and then we can watch two? I don't think uh, you want to do that to yourself. No, I don't you don't want to. Do that <laughs> and that's coming from Matt. <laughs> that's saying something, boy. Uh, moving right along, just a quick here, uh, quick one here. Wade Barrett has officially signed a one-year deal with WWE, and he hasn't uh, closed the door on potentially having a match. So he says mm-hmm. he's very happy to be on commentary, and he's looking forward to it. Uh, all of the commentary stuff I've seen him on, which was Netflix's Ultimate Beastmaster and a few spots uh, on NXT recaps on YouTube, I like him as a commentator. Uh, oh, yeah. Not a bad wrestler. For, but I what that I, does for NWA. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he was commentating on NWA. I believe he was um, also for WCPW or Defiance yeah. yes. when they closed doors. Yeah. yeah. This is a um, this is fine. Um, you don't find a bigger Wade Bear mark. Um, his commentary is fine, but I'm just praying and hoping to the wrestling gods that all this just leads to him back to wrestling again because that's what I need in my life. Like a if, Dio Madden. If, if, if Wade Barrett starts <laughs> wrestling again, it'll give me a reason to watch WWE. I know. Well, well, at Ooh. least for two weeks. But. Look, <laughs> give me Wade Barrett versus uh, Drew McIntyre for the title. That's what yeah, I want. Fight for who is well, the first real UK champion. Well, Give and then also, <laughs> also um, I really, what I really don't want to see is for miraculously somebody to take off that black retribution hood and it's Wade Barrett and we do the Nexus all over again. Uh, uh, I, you may uh, have missed that. I made that exact joke like three yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> as much as it sounds like it, 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 when you first say it, it's like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, oh, you know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> no thank you. Uh, Moving along here, Lindsay Dorado put out an interesting Instagram recently. I know we don't talk a lot of Lucha House Party on here, but uh, maybe removing the mask. He had a post of him holding his mask saying goodbye. A lot of people are assuming this means he's changing his look. Maybe leaving Lucha House Party. I know he's been more vocal on, on Instagram as well, arguing with people when they try and come at him. So maybe 
you know, we're starting to see the, the breakup of Lucha House Party. Hope, I hope it goes well for him. I really like his in-ring work. I don't, I don't think he's doing much with Lucha House Party. I don't think they're really doing much. So, Yeah, and it seemed to me like the one that Callisto is the one that's been kind of on TV has been sort of the one, the catalyst for the breakup where you had Metalik and Lindsay Dorado seemed to be, they were more cohesive. Um, he's a good, yeah, he's definitely a good talent. I love the, um, I love that name. It's like the golden links. That's what that means. And I I mean, that's such a, if he removes the mask. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm, it's one of those things that I'm, I get it in Mexico, you know, about the mask versus mask things. I think we might be a little too cavalier with it. Um, I don't want to see WWE do that to a mass wrestler just to do it. Especially as um, Dwight, I agree with you. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, just, just like WCW did with Ray, for those who were watching yeah. back then, don't just oh. burn a guy's mask to burn a guy's mask. It, mm-hmm. Like, at, at least anytime there's a step involved, like, you know, like I even said this about Triple H. So he becomes CEO and he just cut his hair. No, have a match where his hair is on the line. I, I'm just saying, like, do, do it right, please. Right. You know, right. like, you if, want if he's going to. Yeah, if he's going to drop the, I mean, I don't think, uh, again, I'm not, WA should be taking his mask away. But if, you, if you're if you going to put the mask on the line, have him wrestle somebody for a mask for mask. You know what I'm saying? Like, just so, don't. Here's what I just thought of. Would no. you accept him taking his mask off if you were to join Legato Del Fantasma? <sighs> no, because yeah. I'm, I, 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 I mean, I mean, I mean, that, that's not terrible. But like, again, I, I think there needs to be some type of blad blood blow off for a mass versus mass or a mass versus stipulation. What about Lucha Civil Warfare? Or, 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 at you right now? Well, oh, oh, okay, okay. I, but I, I was just about to say, if it's like a, hey, you know, join us and if you don't, you know, we'll have a match and if you lose, you demask and you join us or something like that. Okay, I, I'll go for that. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. Yeah. But, you know. Works for me. This sounds like already another idea for another recent show that's come on YouTube. PWO's Creative Control. That does sound like a creative control, but you know, is 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 Pat uh, the Booker Man pencil? Pat is he uh, is he good at uh, you know booking luchadors? I don't know. Maybe I mean, I've got a couple bones to pick with him too, but I'll well, save that I'm for a later day. White. <laughs> Let's see. I absolutely do. <laughs> see, I think the Shingu. Uh, well, we'll we'll argue another time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the Mandalorian season two trailer just came out, you may be thinking this has nothing to do with professional wrestling, but you're wrong. Sasha <laughs> Banks is shown in this trailer. She's going to play, I believe they say her name is Sabine Wren so far, but it hasn't been confirmed. Um, and that's, immediately, that's I think, oh, Sabine, Sabine. That's how that's pronounced. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I've only seen the Twitter name, like people putting it on Twitter. That's been the big mm-hmm. thing for me. So. Man, can you imagine a worse coming together of wrestling Twitter and Star Wars Twitter? Yeah, I was just saying the same thing. I was <laughs> like, if, if the only thing worse is if Beyonce's fans just some or Taylor Swift oh, got into it. Don't you wish that be fun? Don't yeah, even don't even it. say it on no. here, Dwight. Just don't say Let's it. Let's not though. mix Beyonce. I don't even think wrestling it's, for the one person that's fans, listening. Though. And I'm, I'm being specific here. Sasha Banks fans on Twitter are crazy. They're like, <laughs> she inspired The Undertaker. What? How? Yeah. Yeah. 
when, why, how, what are like the five W's that we learned in like second grade? All of those. Again, again, um, on PWO, we are pro get your money. So get your money. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, Sasha Banks, um, the knock on her wrestling is that, you know, her wrestling isn't bad. Like her wrestling in ring is she's really, really good. It's just the selling and the acting in her promos. So what do you do? You give her an acting job. And again, yeah, who am I to tell? Who am I to tell somebody what to do? Um, I'm not paying her, but good luck. I, I really enjoy. I hope she does one. well. Yeah, yeah, That's I really right. enjoyed season. Hope, one. Will I watch Mandalorian too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Will I judge Sasha Banks solely on her Mandalorian two presence? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> Now, will I, I, I not watch the Sasha Banks uh, episode? No, I'm all for her. I know, and, I, and that segues right into this talk about because I guess she's going to get her sad card now, right? I about to say so. Andrew Yang has continued his uh, campaign, is what I had said. Um, but man, he has gone after specifically WWE, and I think a big portion of this is who is in uh, Vince McMahon's pockets, other than our president. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump. <laughs> and we're not going to get super political here. We're going to try and avoid major political arguments on here. Uh, but Andrew Yang has been coming after essentially how wrestlers are being dealt with in terms of how they don't really have a say in their companies. Uh, he's been coming after WWE for not really protecting their wrestlers, uh, not giving them any benefits. Uh came after the large number of cuts. Um, so he came out this week. He had a talk with a Wrestling Inc. Daily Podcast. Uh, and he talked about... How, oh, well, also, sorry. This also stemmed from the third-party edict that WWE mm-hmm. uh, superstars can't stream on Twitch, can't. So, a lot of that. He came after them for that. But he also said... Uh, he came out and said, I think AEW has been a leader in terms of being talent-friendly. Uh, hint the Andrew Yang is all elite. He says, and you can see it with the fact that several wrestlers were integral in the formation of AEW. When I've talked to folks who work for AEW, they really like the fact that they can perform for other promotions, which obviously, you know, is not something that happens at WWE. So I do think that AEW has a very different attitude towards its talent, and AEW is an up-and-coming promotion that is doing the right thing by talent in part because they know that's what's going to be a way that they can compete and be successful. Uh, he does keep going, and he does say, I think that there's that's one approach in that uh, if they were to be, he said that they would be, uh, they'd probably be happy to join SAG uh, to enjoy mm-hmm. the benefits and protection that actors and actresses are afforded, and he thinks it would be transformative of the industry. Uh, I think All that right. one approach. <laughs> so I'm, 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 on a, I'm, on, I'm getting ready to tell you why that's not a good idea. Can I go before you tear into it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I think like anything else, not to be too political, but anytime a politician, you know, said politician, doesn't matter who party they're for, um, they may have a view, but I also think there's not necessarily nefarious, but there's, there's always either an extra grind or their own, oh, of course, their own um, ideals or whatever. So I don't think he's wrong, like in, 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 the movement like you know what i'm saying like this has been going on for years and he's not the first person to jump on this train so some you know the the independent contractor stuff and not having health care and not being able to work for anybody else he's 100 percent right on that stuff you know but some of the other stuff i can't get with um it's, it's not that i can't get with it but it, it it sounds good on paper 
but it's not necessarily, it's not going to happen. It's not necessarily a good idea. It's like going to a rally and supporting somebody and they say like four things and the fifth thing you're like, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't, I don't know if I can do that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So again, on, on his head, he's right in the sense of, uh, uh, you know, treating the wrestlers and they're, you know, uh, he's right in the, in the, in the instance of being actual independent contractors and being treated as such, yeah. um, you know? Yep. And I think if I may go ahead and tear into this, I did a little research on it today so I would know. And so as you're listing out everything he said, I agreed with everything until he got to the end. And because and uh, because the problem with WWE didn't come from um, there not being a union. There came from being a lack of competition for so many years. There just wasn't a viable alternative for people. So they really didn't have to treat people well. And, you know, a lot of that is nope. this remnants of, of the business from the 70s and, you know, the old days, the carny kind of years. And I know it's it, – it, and they continued it because they could. And now what you're seeing, it, it it's going to get fixed because people, they, people have options now that they didn't have five years ago. The, the Screen Actors Guild thing, I think, is – probably the and this is this is what what happens with this that's probably the worst solution to this problem because of what comes along with that because because i looked into it first of all it costs three thousand dollars you have to pay up front three thousand bucks so while roman reigns might not have a problem with that or seth rollins might not have a problem with that it's a bunch of people not making a lot of money at the performance center that aren't going to want to come up off of three thousand dollars to join screen actors also once you're a member of that you have to pay what I think the dues are like dues. Dues are two hundred and twenty-six dollars a year plus one and a half percent of every all the money you make through that. All right, so you're gonna now that that's nothing if you're Leonardo DiCaprio who's making thirty million dollars a movie, but if you're you know the boys at the performance center and that yeah. you're forced to pay that, it's a different story. Plus, you cannot work non-union gigs. You cannot work those right. You're not allowed to. So, and if you do, and I think there may be a fine involved in that. I have to look because I read a, read up on it today. Yeah, no, no, you're you're right. You're, you're right, Dwight. Ultimately, um, labor unions act as sort of like an uh, uh, they sell labor to the companies. That's what they do. Well, in this situation, it probably would be better. I think if you allowed agents like sports agents, that may be a better deal because they could get negotiate on behalf of the wrestlers. Um, and then it gives them more freedoms that they take a good deal or they take a deal. I think the problem was, is you had people who WWE was the only game in town. If you wanted to make any money, that's where you went. You took whatever deal you could get sort of like, um, if you remember, and I'm a musician. So when Prince went through the whole thing of where he changed his name and all that, well, that was about, he was owned by the record companies. Okay. And the thing that killed that wasn't a union. It wasn't, the, you know, what killed that was the internet. Okay. And it, cause it yeah. killed the, the hold that that the record companies had over the artists. And so I think the similar things happening here, um, AEW and, you know, as impact grows new Japan as all, as, as we are already global, that's going to be the solution because people are going to do what they're doing now. What they're going to go, okay, well I'll go to AEW because that's way better. And you'll be left with the garbage that you have and people that have to take those deals because they can't make it elsewhere. Um, I like Andrew Yang. Um, I, I, I think he was, you know, the, I'll say this and not, I'm going to get fully political, but I'll say, um, the Democrats could have done a lot worse than Andrew Yang and they did do a lot worse than Andrew Yang. But, uh, anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but yeah, he's right about all the other stuff. It's got to change. Uh, yeah, he is. 
I do think the, like, the, the biggest line here, and I, I do agree, I do think there's a lot of uh, drawbacks of going SAG, but I think the big line here that he's trying to push, you know, I think this is very much so true. Uh, Vince McMahon has been getting away with ex- exploitation of his performers for decades, and the bill is coming due, and I plan on being one of the people that presents him that bill to get some to pay to pay it. Yeah, doesn't that sound personal? It also sounds like he's auditioning for a job in case you don't Yeah. <laughs> I also think, no, but but to, to, to be fair, I also think, um, don't get me wrong, he's a politician and he, he should yeah. do his research. But I also think the SAG thing was just because he doesn't know any better. Like, he don't really know the business. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's looking at it from a... Oh, well, he, he, he may be, but I think he's looking at it from a, like, well, these guys, these guys are performers. Politician looking into the business. Yeah, they're oh, actors. Exactly. Well, yeah, well, but I don't. But it, but the SAG thing's not going to. Like you said, Dwight, everything else he said was fine. But I think that yeah. aspect, you know, I don't think he really understand. You know, wrestling at least at the indie level, and you know, he. I'm assuming he has well, no idea. You know, well, that's exactly right. It kills wrestling at the indie level because you think yes. about it, then it 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 sort of keeps. It's a, it becomes a barrier to entry for new people or people that are up and coming because you're yeah. gonna have to somehow front that three grand to join the. You know, or what, you know, you can't do that making twenty five dollars at a bing, at a bingo hall show. I'm really surprised nope. that this was the route we went to this, because mm-hmm. here is my big thing: can can stuntmen be put into SAG? Can they join SAG? Stunt have to look at it. Yeah, because crew, crew is covered. It just depends. It, it's mostly people with speaking parts in movies, and then so, producers, writers. I was, yeah, I was prepping for a lot of people to come at this with the to give the business away. They're not athletes anymore. They're actors. Wow. Well, that's it's, it's already <laughs> that's already here, Matt. <laughs> that's that's already that's been upon us already. I thought that was gonna be your first line, Jeff. So I'm I'm a little now, <laughs> well, well, uh, again like I texted you guys the other day in the text queue. Um, it, this is just modern wrestling now, you know, and this is the way it is, and this is the way it's gonna be. So you know, you gotta do you know react accordingly, and um, it's just how it is, you know. No, I, I get that. Uh, you guys ready to move on to Finn Balor talking about why the demon did not work on the main roster? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, Cause this is a fresh one for me, but um, I have my own ideas. I want to see what, what the truth is. So this is what, this is Finn Balor's words. Um, and a, he's saying that he is much happier in NXT and him winning the title proves that going back was the right decision. Now here is an exact quote from Balor. And I'm quoting this from, I want to make sure I'm getting the right source here. Uh, he talked with Vibe in Wrestling. Uh, and this, these are his words. The demon was designed as something special. It was one of those things that should have been saved for breathtaking occasions, but ended up being advertised in the media. And that was one of the main reasons why it didn't work. Um, The surprise factor was completely gone, and the demon became Finn Balor's savior, which was also to my detriment because I could not develop my own character separate from the demon. I think it hurt both of us, Finn Balor and the demon. Not wrong. That's that's exactly no, right. That's right from that's right from a talent uh, a talent you know talent point. Yeah. Um, then there's no there's nothing wrong about that. Well, I, did you have have you ever seen the the What's the the documentary that shows? Oh gosh, it was it, it was on um it was on uh, Amazon for a while, but it was him when he first left to 
you know, he left the UK oh, to, to go to, to go uh, to, to, to go New to Japan. New Japan. Yeah. yeah, and it kind of showed like one of the first times he did the demon thing, and they did the yeah. thing, and and that was that was basically he did it because that it was like this is my last match. I'm leaving to go to Japan, and it was a super big deal of a match, and that's that's when you did it. And yeah. he's right; he's hundred percent right. They they made it um just an it's almost like you, the, how they should have done the fiend, which they didn't do. If they had done the fiend the same way and brought Bray Wyatt back and had the fiend just be this every now and again crazy monster out of nowhere instead of just making him another character, yeah, yeah. I think he's right. It's, I see or, the same thing. So every big match will be there, yeah. right? Like, right. right. I mean, everything we're saying about this can definitely be applied to Bray Wyatt and the fiend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, it's very much the same. Bray Wyatt and the Fiend is exactly the trajectory of Finn Balor and the Demon. Other than the shoulder separation. I mean, yes. But, like, the idea behind them is very much the same trajectory where the Demon just became, well, it's his, uh, that's how he's going to do every... I'm all right. Yeah, that's every pay-per-view. That's what he's doing. What's he doing next? And if he he doesn't do... If he's not the demon, he's going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now we're getting that with Bray Wyatt. How much longer does that last with Bray Wyatt before it's, you know, well, this means argue, nothing now. I would argue it might be happening already. I mean, oh, it totally uh, is. It already did. Yeah. <laughs> Bump fight. Bump fight, I think, did it for me. Or no, sorry, losing to Goldberg. That's where I'm really in bed. Uh, no, losing to Seth Rollins did it for me. Uh, that's, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Hmm. That was what his second match is the fiend. Oh my god! Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't even oh, want his to first or second. Can we not talk about it anymore? That was ref discretion. Let's move on before I have an aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Cormier confirms he is talking with WWE. They're in very, very early talks. But he also said where he would like to to be and how he'd like to debut. For WWE. Uh, and if you said Brock Lesnar, you're wrong. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I couldn't care less. Who cares? He would like oh. to uh, commentate for six months to a year. Yeah. Oh, okay. I lied. I do, I do care now. Thinks, he thinks that he could genuinely portray, especially on Fox, uh, let me call the matches for six months and tell you how great these wrestlers are in the ring. I would love that. And I won't be faking it. WWE is something I've loved my entire life. Yep. Um, he does also say he doesn't watch too much of AEW, uh, but he's uh, he sure they're doing fantastic things over there. Uh, he mm-hmm. had he had a big issue with uh, the Bucks and Cody because he attacked something in Ring of Honor back in like 2017 um, and like called it bullshit gymnastics. <laughs> um, to which the Young Bucks and Cody were the first ones to be like. Really, dude? Really? Yeah. And it was really uh, honor, Jeff. So I want to see you up in arms. I'm, I mean, well, well, uh, well, well, okay, yeah, but the difference is, is if it's involved the young bucks, and it's the young bucks. Listen, well, I'm not, I'm not defending, I'm not defending either, either here or there. But I mean, again, I, I need to know exactly what he's talking about, and I'll do my research on this after we get out of here. Um, but one of these is a real tough guy, and the other bucks, the other ones are Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Just throwing it out there, right? Well, and he's a, he's a he's a legit wrestler. You know, he was a he's a top notch wrestler. So That's you the know, funny you say- thing is that he had people coming to him being like, "Look, dude, 
you might want to chill. Cody's a two-time Georgia All-State wrestler. Well, and I just what, laughed. From what you just told me, if if he says he hasn't watched AEW and he said something about Ring of Honor and he said he he, he said he likes WWE, well then put all those together and what do you got? You know? Yeah. Well, he is he guy. is your Twitter, Mark. Where well, nothing else exists outside of WWE. He'll, he'll, he'll probably be best WWE and Twitter, Mark. <laughs> he'll probably be best friends with Michael Cole too. So. Well, oh, let me just God. say this, if I may. So, um, Daniel Cormier was on the when FS1 when UFC was on FS1 and they had the week, you know, the weekly show. I mean, he's great. He was good on commentary there. He's done commentary mm-hmm. uh, at some of the some of the events. Really good, knowledgeable, knows what he's talking about. He's a charismatic guy. He's fun to listen to. Um, so I, you know, I, I think that that's that's actually a really good spot for him. Um, yeah. He, I mean, he's just as good as 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 you know. I mean, it would be similar to what you could get from Samoa Joe, and even from Taz. Like you hear Taz on AEW, I, the way he just you know talk, describes what's actually going on. I'd love to see him have a chance to do that um, as a wrestler. Um, see, here's the thing. Uh, it's very similar to Brock Lesnar in the fact that if he comes in there, he can't be doing jobs to, you know, Seth Rollins, you know what I'm saying? Cause he's, he's, I mean, he's legit he, UFC heavy world heavyweight champion. I mean, yeah, he's, but he, he's he wouldn't, he, you know, you're right, but he wouldn't fit and he wouldn't fit because WWE has ruined not ruined, but a bunch of these wrestlers who everybody is like, well, this is my dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I've always wanted to do this since I was a little kid. And he's going to come in, and he's, he's, he's obviously a tough guy. But, you know, you don't need him to be Brock Lesnar, but he's going to come in and say the same thing. This is my dream, and I, you know, yeah, I've but- always wanted to do this. And, like, and, that's, and we'll talk about this later, but that's why WWE always bends everybody over a barrel, because it's their dream. You know, right. But, no. And he's not. But I think with Daniel Cormier, he's not just like he's not Ken Shamrock. Right. He's, he's a legit. Agreed. You know, agreed. Legend. He's I mean, he's a Hall of Famer in the UFC. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so, I mean, he's done. He was I mean, he was a he was an Olympic wrestler. Goodness sakes. I mean, he's a he's a two division. He's a world champion, two weight division. I mean, he's he's, he's done things that are just um, they're they're. Like other people, a few and far done. between. Yeah, right. So, but he's also forty-one. Um, so, you know, I don't. I mean, I'd like to see him because I know he's good on the mic. Um, and but I don't. I don't want to see it like like Rousey. You know, she showed up, she was dominating everybody, and then she's gone. You know, I don't want to see that. I told everybody she was gonna be part time too. Just not that. Just said. Well, yeah, she, she's not part time. She went on an impregnation vacation. Came back. And just she remember, had a baby guys, yet, so. uh, let's talk about people Becky Lynch beat her God. to having a baby, too. Oh, 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 that's terrible. <laughs> Pop Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you get so a sticker for that one. Yes. Gone from WWE here sooner than we think. Right. Uh, Russell Vote recently came out and put out a kind of an ominous tweet. Russell Vote's a pretty reliable source. They don't typically yeah. get things wrong. Uh, that someone has already decided that they are not going to re-sign with WWE at the end of their contract. There are two names really attached to this rumor, and those names are Samoa Joe. And as of today, I think it came out, Ricochet's contract is up at either the end of this year or the beginning of next year. So yes. a lot of speculation of being one of those two. Um, 
So l- let me go on a rant here. Um, Dwight, you know this as well. Um, yeah. If you think of, if you just think of, you know, this is just my personal opinion, you know, and I'm sure I'm missing a lot of people. Think of like the most uh, underrated wrestlers, you know, I'd probably go Macho Man Randy Savage. I'd probably go up, up now, maybe Jay Lethal. And I also yeah. go Samo- Samoa Joe. Like, yeah. how this guy's not a complete star. And a lot of people, again, weren't watching wrestling Ring of Honor necessarily because back then you had to know somebody who knew somebody. You know what I'm saying? To watch Samoa Joe Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. A lot of, and I'm not knocking them because a lot of, not knocking people because they only know what they know on TV. Like, you know, you would say, oh, well, he's a TNA legend, Hall of Famer. He is. But he's also like single handedly got Ring of Honor off the ground. Him, CM Punk, all those guys. So the fact that this guy is just commentating on WWE when he should be damn near the biggest heel in the company, it's just, it's insane. So, and I've been, me and Matt, we've talked about this forever. At what point do people just say, you know what? I'm good. Again, PWO, we are all for get your money. Get your money. If you get that good contract and you get paid up and when you're done, hey, now it's time to do Mm -hmm. your thing. So, yes, I hope he leaves. I hope he goes to New Japan, back to Ring of Honor, however, you know. I would say AEW, but I don't even know if they – I'm not saying I'm not saying that, that they would know what to do with him, but, like, uh, he would be tougher than anybody. Archer, Mox, anybody. Man, Cage. I well, I, one concern I with Joe and AEW is they have treated all of their, like, big heels the same way. You dominate for three to four weeks, you lose one single match, and then you're off TV for four weeks. And then you become the number one contender at the next big pay-per-view. Yeah, that's right. Well, and you know what? I've having been around, I remember when uh, when Joe made his debut in in TNA from you know, from he was already a legend, right? So he was already yes. a big deal. He was already a big deal in Ring of Honor. So when he came to TNA, it was a big deal. And so um it's really been surprising. I mean, NXT, he was dominant, you know, he yeah. was continued the same sort of thing. Now he's just one of the guys. And I know he's had a couple of wellness, wellness policy violations thrown in there and he's had some stuff, some injuries, but I think that um, they missed a boat on Joe. He lost every big match. He should have won. And um, should have went over I Brock. Think, yeah, yeah. But yeah. with all that, be, with all that being said, with all that being said, it's going to be Ricochet. That's who. That's who this was about. Yep, I honestly yeah. believe that because Ricochet. I mean, talk about just running your career in a ditch. I mean, this was. I mean, when he went up to the main roster, first of all, remember that was like against the best wishes of Triple H that they brought. You know, Gargana, Champa, Ricochet, and Aleister Black, and just they shoved, them up, shoved them up on the main roster. They gutted NXT when they brought everybody up. Right. And then and they then pushed half of them back down. Well, oh, and they Champa brought them up. Yeah, Champa got injured. They, yeah, Gargano got shoved back down, and then they made Ricochet and Aleister Black a tag team for some bizarre reason, you know? And Which so, lasted three weeks, and yeah. then, you know. Terrible. It's so terrible. Champa, uh, uh, Champa got injured, so he dropped yeah, him back. EC3 right. did nothing. Right. So it's, I, I think that I hope it's Ricochet, and I hope he goes oh back to Japan. Was Ricochet the breakout of everyone who was brought up at that time? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, can you write? Yeah, because because for for because they went with him for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like single not singles, but remember he, he well before he even got to AJ Styles, they were they were kinda yeah, he kinda like 
he uh, went ahead of the pack for a little bit, you know. Yeah, well, and I yeah, guess yeah. that wasn't enough. I guess he didn't prove whatever he needed to prove. And see you it later. doesn't matter. I mean, if Vince McMahon decides you're not the guy, then you don't get to be the guy. It's just that simple. Yep. Here, let me ask this before we move on to NXT because we now only got about 15 minutes to talk to NXT and AEW. Honestly, yeah. NXT is probably be a little quick. I, I, I just don't think a whole lot really happened. Not a knock on it. Some good matches. There's not a lot of storyline that went on. Where do you think, if it's Joe or Ricochet, where do you think they go following the WWE contract? Ricochet goes to Japan, and Joe probably goes back to Impact. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think unless AEW pulls out a big contract for them, I think it's Ricochet goes to Japan, Joe goes to Honor Impact. I think Ricochet screams AEW. Oh well, he most certainly does. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he is, he is like exactly who they would want to pick up, in my opinion. Joe, I think, would be an easy pick there. Um, but God, how old is Joe now? Yeah, I will look that up. I'm about to say, I think maybe I'm off on his age. Well, I think he's like forty something. Uh, uh, he's forty one. Yeah, Boom. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor started in 2004, right? He was there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what I was gonna say is. Maybe go back to Impact and get one more run as an Impact World Champion. Jericho wants Joe in AEW. Oh, of course he does. Yeah. Well, I think everyone would want Joe in AEW. I, I just think Joe would take the lighter schedule of Impact. Now, I'm not yeah. going to Impact, but at this point, plus Joe got his big run in Impact, uh, as Impact World Champion. That's where well, a lot of for the first time. He, he, he Joseph, he's paid now, so you yeah. know what I'm saying. So he he's he's got his money. So now when he gets out of here at 41, you know he can pick and choose and do whatever the hell he wants. Man, hear me out though. If he's done wrestling, I want him in AEW as a manager because definitely on the mic. So good, he talks so pretty. <laughs> he does. Is Joe one of the uh, best current uh, people on the mic? Of uh, wrestlers or managers, yeah. I, about to say, uh, I, I would say if, if, upper half for sure. If you're talking like wrestlers making a transition to commentary, then yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's probably number one. He's uh, up there, but man, I couldn't. I don't know if I'd say he's like top twenty. I'd have to think about that. Yeah, you're oh. right. You're, you're right. And I'm not saying yeah. of all time. I'm yeah. saying definitely in the upper half. <laughs> still current wrestling. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's definitely in the upper half of that list. Well, I'll, let me let me just throw this out here, if, and before we go on, I, Joe really's never had a big run in Japan, man. You know, he no. he, was, he went over there for Noah a couple times, but you know, let, I'd like to see. I'd like to see. Wouldn't he be cool in the G one? Yeah, <laughs> come on. Um, yeah. uh, That's all I want. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, Okada and Joe, please. God bless. Oh, Shingo anyway, and Joe, please. Uh, can you we can do this all day. Make your turn into a coach. So, I'm looking at this right now. Joe has had at least three stints in Japan. Uh, one with Pro Wrestling Zero One from 2001 yep. to 2002. Uh, and go. then he was with Noah in 2007 and 2012. Yeah, so, I mean, he, yeah, yeah, Noah was... Well, that's when they were doing the swaps back and forth uh, with Rick of yeah. Honor, too. Yeah. The beginning. Yeah, and so... Uh, and and we've seen some of those matches, good Lord. But, um, yeah, anyway, right. let's, talk about, let's talk about the next thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to breeze through NXT because there's a lot of things that happened, but not a whole lot happened. 
right off the bat, uh, Io Shirai beat Jossie Blackheart in a good match. Um, really just trying to show off that Shotzi can take one hell of a beating. Uh, Io selling a leg injury. There's going to be a number one contendership that comes up next week. I've heard two arguments for this match. Neither of them are bad. And it's either Shotzi is just, we forget how good of a wrestler she is because she's Tank and Howling Girl. And then there is the side of EO can have a great match with a paper bag. I think, I, I know we talked about this. I think it's definitely both. A, EO's great. She's probably, she's probably the best woman in NXT for sure, but she is definitely the top three in WWE in my oh, yeah. opinion. Um, Shotzi is not a bad wrestler by any means. So I think this was just her chance to actually have a show out kind of match where she can show what she can do. Yeah. It's not some like, oh, hey, you're facing the Robert Stone brand because you ran over his leg. So it's going to be a huge gimmicky match. Yeah. So um, Tommaso Ciampa killed Desmond Troy. Uh, Jake Atlas comes out and says, hey, I remember what you did. We're going to have a match next week. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and get you it now. Uh, Jake Atlas being interviewed, walking in, in the parking lot. Ciampa attacks him, keeps beating him up. Kyle O'Reilly comes to the save and says, look, you guys got a match next week. Save it for next week. Um, mm-hmm. Ciampa's like, I'll see you next week, and I'll see you soon, too. And Uh-oh. Kyle O'Reilly just goes up to Jake Atlas. You okay? Yeah, you're okay. Walk it off and just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't Kyle O'Reilly had some like knee issues, or is that Bobby Fish? Bob and Fish. Fish. Okay. But but here's my thing. Like, Kyle O'Reilly was not down with the beatdown on Drake Maverick. Nope. Are we seeing the end of UE here? This is the, the biggest thing to me. And we're going to face turn from Kyle O'Reilly. And Kyle O'Reilly was a good face when he was a Ring of Honor man. That, you know, that, that uh, was he, was a, he was a great face. Yeah. So, I, I think it's – I think it's if it's going to happen, that's a good way for it to happen. Um. Building on that, uh, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane beat uh, Bobby Fish and Roddy Strong by DQ. Killian Dane doesn't come out for the majority of the match uh, till Regal is like, "That's your tag partner. Get out there!" And he's like, "This is stupid." Right. And I was like, "This is stupid." <laughs> but uh, then he beat down his tag partner. He right. did. Well, he gave him one punch. Yeah. Uh, Kushida uh, beat Austin Theory via hoverboard lock. Um, held it on a little bit longer. We're seeing aggressive Kushida, as I said to Ben. Kushida's finally taking out all of his frustrations with creative. Yeah. <laughs> we get a little yeah. segment. Uh, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano are at home saying they're both going to be champions. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's how I feel as well. Uh, NXT tag team titles, Brizengo retain over Imperium in a good match. Uh, Zia Lee and Jesse Ame, me, uh, lose Kamei, to Kate Carter and Casey Catanzaro. I just, I cannot, I cannot buy in Casey Catanzaro, man. Uh, she's, ne- neither she's, can she's I. Four, she's four foot ten, she weighs 95 pounds. I mean, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like say anything, waste oh, time, right. neither can I. Casey is five foot even and weighs hundred pounds, Dwight. Let's yeah. give her what she deserves. Yeah, and and EA and Rio could kick her ass. <laughs> just say yeah. yes, just don't. Just don't. Sorry. Man, Rio beats men up 
in Japan. I'm trying to I know. before someone tries and twists and turns and something else there. And mm-hmm. of course, Damian Priest retains over Timothy Thatcher for the North American title. What are we doing with Timothy Thatcher? He just got a title shot. Uh, yeah. Lost to Finn Balor. He loses to Damian Priest. Yeah. Like, this is the same thing I said about Damian Priest. And maybe this is where I'm wrong because Damian Priest is your North American champion now. But you're going to have this dude be built up by losing all of his major matches except for Oni Lorcan. Yeah, but he's he was basically, if you look the way he's been treated, he was slotted as a replacement for Pete Dunne. And he basically is a replacement for Pete Dunne. For Pete Dunne, he, yeah. he does what Pete Dunne did, you know, as I was saying. So, so um, I, you know, Timothy Thatcher was was like he was a beast in MLW, um, you know, because he is there. And so, I think they just don't they don't he Damian Priest is a good matchup for him, but I would have he it would have been better to seeing him with with like with Cross, honestly, I think, and with Keith Lee, those guys, because he's just a legit tough guy. Um, so that's really it for NXT. Like I said, this is a whole lot of building towards what's to come. We're having a we're having a takeover October fourth. So we, so have we have what two weeks? Roughly two yeah. weeks. Sunday, October fourth. Is there anything okay, even on the card for that yet? Well, I don't know. But let's go fast through AEW so we can talk about the the street fight. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of the plan here. Okay. Uh, FDR beat Jurassic Express with Marco Stunt. Uh, Young Bucks kicked the referee before this match. Yep. And then threw money at Tony Khan, which I like. Yes. Yeah. Um, Matt Hardy seemed like he was attacked backstage. We didn't show anything. I'm sure this is just a way to kind of keep him off TV and out of the way from the ring. Because uh, he was accompanying private party as they were going to face Jericho and Hager. This is <laughs> AEW's way to say... Hardy has a concussion, but he doesn't have a concussion, so he can stay I mean, on TV. Look, hospitals say he don't have a concussion. Right. Prove right. His, wife, his wife said he did. <laughs> and then she shut her mouth real quick. Have you seen the hospital results, Matt? Because oh, I sure right. haven't. No, but I've seen the <laughs> They didn't have it. The what? They've been pretty upfront about all the other things that have happened injury-wise. Oh, yeah. it's work. Yeah. They're lying. It's okay. AW can be yeah. bad guys, too. It's all right. Uh, yeah. Hangman Page beat Kaz. Yeah, it was a good match. match. I liked it. Good finish was awesome. Uh, the match was good. Like it took a while to get there. The match mm-hmm. was good. I, I didn't like Hangman. Well, I'm just going to continue. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, Kenny was on commentary for that one. As soon as we're going. God, Jeff... You tapped out to MJF in like no time. Uh, I mean, that's, that's look, listen. I know you got a guy, but man, I, you got to find I, a little bit there, Sean Dean. I, I know all of us look the same, but I got paid really well, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Dude. then MJF said, you need to call him still undefeated, undisputed, uncrowned world champion of AEW. Ben, where's your argument? Uh... Mox cheated. He very clearly used uh, whatever he wants to call it. And I am going to pimp slap you. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Vignette of Taz breaking down Ricky Stark's signature moves, the spear and the Rochambeau. I really like this segment. I like that. Really put over the finishes. For Ricky I, 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 I like this if they're going to let these guys get some wins. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Like Ricky Stark's oh. got a bunch of wins. 
Like, I'm just saying, like, on dark. you know, they're not feeding these guys. Uh, wins to the public. Wins. YouTube is more public than TNT. That's all I'm saying. We get say on from- national TV, Matt. No, no one's like, hey, guess what promotion's starting? Yeah, and does it have a TV deal? No, it's going straight to YouTube. Oh, good luck. I mean, WCPW and Defiant. Defy. I'm just saying. Con- continue. Let's go. Uh, Eddie Kingston, the Mad King, talked a great promo, essentially saying he's got three points. All points are accurate. He was never eliminated. If you go back, he went through the middle rope. He was never thrown over the top. Uh they are a family of violence. They handle their business that way. Um, my, my next question is, I went back and watched it. He's correct. But how come, no, how come the promotion has nothing to say about it? I think this was done on purpose to, to build this. I no, think no, I mean, I mean, obviously, but I mean, like, is somebody going to speak out? Is somebody going to say, hey, he wasn't? Is somebody going to? Nobody else is putting it over. I, I think Matt's yeah. wrong. I think, you, I think it was a screw up. I think he. Yeah, forgot to get back in the match and got himself eliminated, and they just made hay with it. And I think it's great because he's on the mic. He is golden. He is awesome on the mic. I mean, so so whatever how it happens, I'm you know Eddie Kingston. Give me more Eddie Kingston. So he puts them his stable over as a faction, as a as a family, and uh, they got their ish in order. So now it's time for the Blade to get his family in order. Obviously, this is leading to a feud with the Nightmare Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, where maybe we're finally going to remember that Allie is married to the Blade. I, I realize apparently that hasn't been talked about on TV. I don't know how. I thought it would have happened when all three of them were in a bondage group. But well, well, n- well, no, well, well, no, because she was trying to get with uh, QT Marshall, and then they dropped no, no, that no. too. Before that, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right, but but that was they were doing so many jobs. Nobody has no idea who the hell they were. Uh. Thunder Rosa defeated Eva Lise. She retained the NWA women's title. Really, really happy that NWA and Thunder Rosa are still being a part of uh, AEW. Sure. Uh, Miro promo, great. We got our setup for a six-man tag next week. It's got to be Lance Archer teaming with uh, Team FTW because uh, should and when Lance Archer wins his first defense is against Brian Cage. I really like the fact that even though they're not on the same page and I expect them to blow up next week because of it, there's a storyline reason why these bad guys are teaming together. Yeah. And we got the official debut, the big time move to main roster. Will Hobbs joining John Moxley and Darby That's Allen. That's right. Push William Hobbs. To the moon. That's right. He's a big dude. That's I mean, all I got on that. I love Will Hobbs. Although, let me just say that that well, was some that was some weak chair work he was doing over there. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. All right. Street fight time. Par- Sorry, not street fight. Parking lot brawl. Although they said parking lot fight. I don't yeah. know. I don't know yes. if by another company or not. At this dude, point, uh, I can't keep track of all these copyrights. Okay. I want to um, say right now. What, this was, you wanna say, do you want to say what JR said? JR said it was the best street fight he's ever called in his entire career. Now, look, if the match ended at 9.56, I would have agreed with him. Okay. You don't like the van. You don't like it. You don't like no, no. In the van. I got no issue with the van and Sue flipping everybody off as she drives mm-hmm. off. I have 
an issue, and this is the moment I think Jeff and Ben have been waiting for. I have an issue with Orange Cassidy, Superman punching uh, Santana with the steel chain. If this is the end of this feud, I want something more substantial. That's my big thing. This was bloody brilliant. It was awesome. But that really kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. You go before me, Dwight, because I'm interested to see what you said. Uh, I just want to say I'm, something about the end of the match real quick. Uh, ahead, it man. looked like uh, uh, Chuck, Chucky Taylor, or Chuck Taylor, whatever he wants yeah. to go by, looked like he slipped when he went to do his uh, tombstone. Like, and maybe it was just... Dude Buster. What? Yeah, the yeah, 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 prob- probably. And and much as much as I love bashing me, bashing me some Chuck Taylor. I mean, they're, they're not used to wrestling on cars. Yeah, on cars. Oh yeah. Which maybe no. means you shouldn't be doing it, but they're not used to wrestling on cars. Especially you know with AEW, how humid and slick everything has been lately, and people complaining about it. All right. Let me let me tell you the truth. So okay. So yeah, it was an awesome match, and uh, you know even a, a Sean Ross Sapp from uh, from Fightful said it was an instant classic, and he's right. It was a really good match. Trent, I'm sorry. I almost said Trent Beretta. Dude, Trent was the star of that match. I mean, that dude worked his ass off. And, you know, he how he is not, like, just a super top star, and I hope he gets to be, um, because that dude was working in that match. And that move, the, the final, when he, when he put, put – um, Ortiz threw that that plywood on the back of the truck. Oh, that was that was some stiff stuff, and I was enjoying every bit of it. But yeah, Trent Barreto. Oh, I'm sorry, Trent. No, no last name um, was fantastic, and I enjoyed the heck out of that match. I even I, the middle finger I saw coming, so I wasn't as awesome as it could have been. But yeah, I hope that's not the blow off. I hope they keep that going. Yeah, that's my big thing. Um, okay, so as much as you guys think I'm probably going to bash it, um, it wasn't bad. It, it was like it with them and the hokiness that they like to do, and they're again they're starting to get on a polish. Um, this was this was really good, um, and it just goes to show you again, like Dwight said, Beretta was great, and he was you know why he was great because his selling is really good, and he's yep. a professional. That's the difference when you just don't have guys <laughs> doing moves to each other. If you got guys and that he had a sell, back, and he had a back full of glass, and <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If you if you have guys that you can sell and, and that can sell and make you emotionally or, or like you know at least like oh man, like if you feel bad for somebody, they're doing their job right. That's and Beretta right. is a star, and again, I've said this a thousand times. He needs to drop um, Taylor, but I guess that'll never happen. But he, he he's great. Um, of course, you guys know me. The less orange Cassidy, the better. But I. Uh, uh, they were going to no no but i mean i i you shouldn't he's a star now per chris jericho um so you knew they were going to shoehorn him in 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 this um again i didn't like the ending they should have just let it be what it was going to be like matt said but you know again for aw and the way they like to overdo things this was actually done correctly you know i like the big long two by fours when they snap because yeah. I used to think about it all that time. Why do think things break more often? That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah. Um, the uh, Sue I could do without, but I kind of knew that was going to happen. But you know, for the most and part, two, it was and two referees. It was really good. That was something subtle that I liked, and they brought it up. There was two yeah. referees. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, of course, you'd have two referees. 
crazy street fight, whatever. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And it's not, you know, some stupid WWE two referees where it's like, you get that half of the ring. I get this half of the ring. Right. And, and like everybody got busted open. I mean, it really was, a you know, yeah. I, dug, I dug it. Dug it. Well, guys, it's uh, it's been an hour. Time to roll. And unfortunately, Walmart started pre-orders at nine o'clock for the PS5, and they're already sold out. So this night's gonna just go downhill from here. So, with that, let's bid you all adieu. I got something to say. I I'll take it for the moment. If you guys haven't checked out our YouTube yet, go and check it out. We had an episode of Referee's Discretion hosted by your favorite referee and ours, Cod Sinclair. That dropped today. Yesterday, the first episode of Creative Control dropped. Matt, what was that about? I know you were there for it. Creative Control, the very first episode. uh, We had the Booker Man, Pat Lilly. We had Cod Sinclair, and we had myself on it. And uh, we fantasy booked the G1 all the way through to uh, the end of the New Japan Cup. Jeff, we might just need to have you have a reaction to that on our, on our YouTube as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do that too. So yeah, I can't that, wait. Just remember, uh, when it comes down to it, it's referee's discretion. Find that mm-hmm. right there on YouTube. All right. Please, as always, like, share, subscribe, follow our YouTube Watch our videos. I know you all are, I appreciate you all right here on Facebook. If you have a couple of dollars and you're willing to help us out here, you can support us at, uh, well, www at, I think, coffee. It's K-O-F-I. W-W-E, it's Kofi. I'm going to learn, I guess, as a teacher, I should probably learn how to read English. So, kofi.com slash P-W-O-1-2-3. It's as easy as one, two, three. That's your three count for the night. Hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you all on Monday. Enjoy your wrestling. Have a good weekend. That's a five-star match. Put it at 10. Work our way back. Hold it.